Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Wave your hands in the air if you feel right. You're gonna take it into overtime. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Keep Space Jam. Keep going, you got jam. this. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. What's, What's up, up, everybody? It's time to get hot. Say whoop. There it is. Oh, oh, ladies, say whoop. There it is. Now, now, the fellas say whoop. Come on, Smash, we get into there it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I got a uh. <laughs> Way to contribute, thank <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. We are a podcast that has too much fun. Pairing amazing cocktails with amazing movies, and we have two great ones for you today. Yeah, we do. I don't know what you put in that, but it looks interesting. Why, yes, it is. Actually, I do. I can see some of what you put in there. Are you ready? What am I ready for? To try the Lights, Camera, Cocktail original. Okay. Called the Space Jam. All right. Oh, fuck. Ready? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> here we go. This is what we're doing. Oh, my God. Stick with me here. We have two ounces of whiskey. Okay. And I went out of my way to make sure I got that Jameson from my girl Smashley in she the building. She got so excited earlier. Burr, burr, burr. People, I swear, she walked by the bar and saw Jameson, and it was like she saw... <laughs> One of her old friends. Oh my God, Jameson! Girl, where have you been? You've been missing off our bar. So I brought her back. Jameson's in the building, and she's in our drink tonight. So two ounces of Jameson. Okay. Two tablespoons of strawberry jam. A half ounce of strawberry lemonade. Okay. Three dashes of blood orange bitters. Shake that all up. Top it with Sprite. Sprite, okay. And that is the Space Jam. Where'd you get that jam from? All right. This is homemade jam. Who made that jam? My mama. Your mama? With fresh strawberries. Nice. But my mama made this. And I couldn't... <laughs> I'm sure it's fantastic. We had a shelf full of these On things. Toast. So I grabbed them in our drink. Watch, oh, girl. Fresh strawberries. Don't be like the mist. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. There's jam in this. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I want to hear your... Here we go. You not be worried about Cheers, this jam. Cheers, baby. Cheers. <laughs> Are right, you ready? Here we go. Yep. Ooh. That, uh... you, you got any problem with that jam? No, I don't got any problem with that jam. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I was worried. I thought I was going to get like a clump of jam or something. Did you blend it? No. Interesting. It's what not do you think? bad. You like it's it? like a cartoon in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> Ashley's getting loony already. Perfect. <laughs> I created the shamash. What? That cartoon out of your mouth. Childhood. Mm-hmm. Tastes like, like childhood. But like not like a shilling time. You and Jameson go that like, far back. <laughs> it has like a hint of that strawberry and the lemonade. <laughs> I can taste a little bit of that orange bitters, blood orange bitters. Mm, that's good. good. That's good. That's can good. I get a little more uh, carbonation in mine, though? Mm-hmm. Mostly because uh, I love Sprite. Okay. And Grant Hill drinks Sprite. 
<laughs> What's up, my basketball people? <laughs> Welcome to March Madness, everybody. Oh, I'm excited. Someone is. Yes. <laughs> Hence the Grand Hill drinks Sprite line. Mm -hmm. I love this month. I love this game. I love this podcast. I love you. I love you. <laughs> if I didn't, We're I, have would, some fun. I wouldn't be doing this We're drink. We're going to be dropping stats this month. He's going to be dropping stats this month. You drop stats? On the on, movie, yes. On the movie. I, yeah, but I do that every week. Okay, so you ready for a little bit of her story? We should have gotten uh, one of those stick-on basketball hoops that you put on the door. We still have time. Damn it. All right. All right. Oh, hang it up right. Yeah. Wave your hands in the air. <laughs> we're gonna take it into overtime. Welcome to the Space Jam. Oh, we're doing Space Jam, by the way, everybody, if you didn't know. All right. <laughs> okay, so are you ready for a little bit of herstory? Herstory. Yes, I am. On? What are you gonna teach us? Jams and cocktails. Okay. So that is a thing. It sure is. Okay. I am not the inventor of the jam bam cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Is that another drink, the jam bam? No. I should have named this like the the jam slam, slam jam. Uh, Thank you, ma'am. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so jam and cocktails, it's nothing new. Okay. I am not the creator of this. This has been done. So, I did some digging in this because it was kind of hard figuring out a drink for this. Unlike Disney movies, where like their characters have signature drinks that fans have created, Looney Tunes not so much. Not so much. They kind of yeah. And there's no Michael Jordan cocktails. Don't so... tell me that those artists weren't drinking. You know they were drinking. Oh yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> there has not been a cocktail named after it, and so I went in a whole different direction. Because when I put Space Jam into Google, Space Jam Cocktail came up with a lot of jam cocktails. And that's where I got the idea. Okay. Jam pairs good with certain flavors and certain spirits. I like that you incorporated Sprite rather than like ginger ale or something like that. Because Sprite is kind of synonymous with basketball in yeah. the 90s. Mm -hmm. And when you said that when I came in, I was like, you're right. Tons of commercials in the 90s about this. Mm -hmm. So if you have jam like strawberry or peach or rhubarb, they mix well with what we're drinking today, whiskey. Nice. So that's kind of where I got that whiskey idea for the strawberry. And if you have jam that's like apricot or... Plum maybe or... Yeah, or... Boysenberry. Blackberry. Yeah. yeah. You can mix that with some gin. Okay. It's good. If you have raspberries or mixed berries, mix that mug with some vodka. Mm. Okay. So those are some of the spirits and pairings that you could do if you ever want to do this jam thing. Now, if you do want to do this jam thing with your cocktails, the, make sure that it doesn't end up the way you thought it was going to end up. You got to shake it. Otherwise, you will have chunks of jam in your mouth. And who wants that? Nobody wants chunks. No one wants chunks. So don't really put these Chunks in... of nothing in your mouth. Yeah, don't put these in drinks that are going to need to be stirred because it's going to be lumpy. And you don't want that. That's gross. No. You, you make my drink lumpy. I'm going to call you Captain Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I don't think I really got that much lump. I do see some mm-hmm. strawberry seeds in it, which is cool. That's fine. Those so go right good. down. Yeah. And I'm used to drinking like shakes and stuff, so this works. Yeah, so it's great. And it's growing on me. I like it. I told you. Jeanette, great job on the jam. Thank mm-hmm. you. So good. You heard that, mama? <laughs> so, um, GM adds some sweetness and some citrus to your cocktail. Okay. And it makes it a little more complex in your palate of your cocktail. So, it does because I could kind of taste, like, I want to taste the jam, but I taste other things instead. Like those two shots you had earlier? Literally right before we started. <laughs> I was sober, y'all! <laughs> okay. Takes a little bit more to get Zenobia drunk. You got to get her head right. I got to get my head so right. So we're on the same level. I'm starting to already She's two feel shots, it. or I should say, I'm two shots behind her. I got those shots in. I'm starting to feel it, and I barely gotten through my little drink. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a good show. So add jam to some of your favorite classic cocktails to spice it up and give it a little extra flavor. Just to sweeten it. Just to sweeten it. I also heard that there was a peanut butter vodka. No. I'm not a big fan, but if you are, I would suggest that you do a little bit of the peanut butter vodka with some jam in your cocktail. See if that balances it out. Wait, the the vodka is made from peanut butter, or it you tastes add like no, it butter? tastes like peanut butter. Why not just have a sandwich? Because you can't get drunk off a sandwich. Okay, well, have a peanut butter sandwich and a white Russian. That's a little. That's good with that's your milk, of, right? That's not bad. Okay, okay. <laughs> but peanut butter and jelly vodka. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm gonna leave it alone. If that's you, you know. That's not us. Unless I find a cocktail that says it, then we might yeah. have to do it. Those people out there in 3D land, you know, <laughs> do you. Do you, boo boo. <laughs> so that's a little bit of her story on jams in your cocktail. You made a good drink. Who knew? Not me. I Fuck no. was worried about this because I had never t- tried this before, never tasted, and I made it up. So ooh, I didn't know what it was going to be like, and it turned out good. It did. It did turn it out really, out really good. good. I like it mm-hmm. very much. Mm. All right. Well, everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We're about to do fucking Space Jam. Welcome to that Space Jam. Are you ready for the stats of Space Jam? I am. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so, like we said, we are doing the movie Space Jam. There's so many songs in this soundtrack. I know. That one has been in my head nonstop all week, though. Like, yeah. I find myself just being like, I was at work, like, working, and it was quiet, and I was like, whoop, that is up, up, my fellow saying. My coworkers <laughs> were like, what's going on? <laughs> No, 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 What's no, going no, on over baby here? Baby, run. <laughs> so, it gets you up. It does. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do they still play that at like, games? I feel like I they do. I would hope so. I don't know. But maybe not. I know. I only go to football games. It's not a football song, so I don't know. All I know is this was my very first CD that I ever bought. It was one of my first CDs that I ever yeah. bought. It I was... take that back. I didn't pay for it. I didn't steal it. You, you remember back in the 90s, <laughs> back in the good old days uh-huh. of the 90s, when you used to order like different CDs from a catalog and then send yeah. them to you in the mail? They're like, it's only a dollar, but it's really like it's really $101. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Expensive as fuck. 
And you can't cancel that shit. Got you, bitch. <laughs> they didn't get me. They got Joe. Got you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but he was picking out CDs, and he actually let me pick one, and I picked Space Jam. Soundtrack to Space Jam. That was my very first CD. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. It was one of my first. Yeah. I got it for my birthday. I guess I was 10 because it would be 97. 96, 97, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I got the soundtrack for my birthday. And I remember having a school dance in elementary school. And they allowed us to, like, submit CDs. But it had to be pre-approved uh-huh. before they would play it at the... And I got the whole CD approved. They played that thing from like start nice. to finish, and we were out there getting it off of this. Yeah, I had DJs in elementary school. No, it was like the teacher. The teacher was like, "I'll put this in." Yeah, got you. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> Little did they know. So this is the stance. Do you guys still have to dance like this? Arms reach apart. Yeah, we were like in fifth. Until they turn their head, and then it's like we were like fifth grade. Like oh, yeah. Okay. Fifth, sixth grade, we weren't allowed to be like bumping, grinding. I was kissing girls in sixth grade. I was a good girl. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you. I was just kissing boys. What? Yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so it was a ghetto. It's what we do. You got nothing else to do. <laughs> so you ready for the stats? Yeah, give me the stats. This movie came out November fifteenth, nineteen ninety six, baby. Yeah, yes. But I do remember going to the movie theaters to go see this. So the budget for this movie uh-huh. is $80 million. Damn. In 1996. So in 2020 money, 2020? 2020. It's $131 million to make this It's a this healthy money. budget. Yes. Dude. And it made worldwide $230 million. There you go. So that money translated in 2020, $378 million. Fuck. Yeah. So it made a profit. I like that. Just a little bit. Damn, dude. <laughs> Just a lot of bit. And that's mostly worldwide. Like, it barely made its money back in the U.S. That's true. In the U.S., it was about $90 million. Mm-hmm. $10 yeah. million. Pfft, Drops in the bucket. No big deal. <laughs> Nothing. Can I get $10 million, people? I mean, it made its money back, so... Mm-hmm. The Rotten oh Tomatoes. What did they say? What did they say? Them rotten-ass tomatoes? Yeah, they usually are rotten. Critics, 43%. Audience, 63%. Zenobia, 78 Okay. I mean, I gotta wonder what people are thinking when they judge a movie like this. Or just movies in general. Like, are you categorizing it or comparing it to The Wizard of Oz or some shit like that? Or are you taking it for what it is? Like, it's geared towards a specific audience, obviously. Actually, I don't know if it is. This one kind of goes across a number of audiences. Okay, this is what I think. One, it was panned by the critics day one when it even came out. Which I understand because... The acting is not that great. Sure. Even Bill Murray's jokes aren't that great. And that says a lot for Bill Murray. I thought Bill Murray was hilarious. Mm. Maybe it's because I have 
a childhood attachment to it. As do I, but yeah. I looked at it as in a you know when we do this. Yeah. You the first time I watch it is me like yay, yeah. and then after that it's me like really looking at this fucking shit. Sure. What's Don't get going me wrong. On? I mean, what can our we main change? character what can we fix? is not an actor. He's not an actor. He didn't do the worst, but he ain't that good. But find me somebody who could do that, uh, do the physicality like him. What do you mean, basketball? Yeah. We'll see. There's another one coming. I mean, now, but that dude ain't an actor. No, but I he is more of a character and has more of a personality That's than Michael Jordan. That's true, because he's used to being on TV shows and like... He has a personality. Got, yeah. But Michael Jordan doesn't... I mean, not, not that he doesn't, but he's Michael not. Michael Jordan always was very charismatic when he was doing his interviews. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they chose him is because they knew that he was comfortable in front of the camera. He understood a certain amount of being in front of the camera and not so much acting, but playing himself. But I do want to point out that this is literally before we had people like Shaq. Mm. and all these other big-name basketball players who have gone on to do things like Rick Fox, where you're like, mm, I am an actor. Like, mm-hmm. where, you know, even Shaq shows up in movies. And, yep. you know, these your personality. We talked about him? Oh, no, we didn't. We no. will when we do Grown Ups too. When we do Grown Ups too. Even before, <laughs> like, you know, Charles Barkley became, like, you know, Charles Barkley, who yeah, like I he, think this was he has a big personality. Entrance into that, I do agree on that one big time because he stands out out of all of the athletes. He's the one that stands out the best, best comedic timing, best like jokes. He's just him getting fucking played with these damn like teenage girls. It's hilarious. You're like, <laughs> look at him. It's this girl, this girl, five feet nothing, block my shot. When did you first start having this dream? It wasn't a dream. It really happened. It, it wasn't, wasn't a dream. dream. It really happened. It really happened. She's like, you Country ain't, ass. You ain't Charles Barkley. <laughs> you just a guy who Wanna looks be like... You look like Charles Barkley. That's like, messed up. Ooh, leave. Break out. Break out. Be yeah. gone, wannabe. Yeah, he looks all sad. <laughs> so that is something that you have to take into consideration because there weren't basketball players like we have now mm-hmm. where they show up on things. Sure. You know? But he did a good job. Sure. I think he did a good job. For not being an actor, I think he did a good job. Yeah. But we'll talk about him later. But are you ready? What am I ready for? Are you ready for the motherfucking drinking game? There's no way I was going with you on that one. <laughs> but I like yes, it. <laughs> you like the You like the little breakup? I do. So with this... Motherfucking drink a game. Uh huh. Get ready. Okay. Grab your Space Jam cocktail and get ready for Got it. some of the greatest drinking games ever made. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not. Nobody has ever made a drinking game out of this movie. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. So you're going to take one sip. When Bugs says, uh, What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? <laughs> or he is chewing. On his carrot. Okay. All right. He so does we say see his little staples. He says Doc a lot. Mm-hmm. He even messes with the the monsters too. Does he have long Fingers ears like, like this? Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Hey, does he have uh, great big long ears like this? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does he say, what's up, Doc, like this? Uh-huh. Does he Never hop around? Him, sorry. He's like, does he hop around like this? <laughs> Never heard of him. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to take on Sam. When Bill Murray asks if he can play basketball. Mike, I got to ask you something. The NBA has to face reality. What's happening to these players is serious. They're going to need new players with talent. Guys who are skilled but never really thought about a professional career before. You think I got a shot? Come on, really. No. If he could join the N- NBA. Would you get off that kick? It's over. It's done. You can't play. It's because I'm white, isn't it? It's because I'm white, isn't it? No. Larry's white. So what? Larry's not white. Larry's clear. <laughs> He's clear. <laughs> <laughs> I love both of those scenes. You're going to take one simp. One simp. When there is product placement. Okay. So, I'm only thinking of Daffy when he sla- kisses his butt. It's like... And as such are the exclusive property and trademark of Warner Brothers, Inc. Or when... What's his name? Oh, Stan. He's yeah, like, he's like... He's like, put on your hands. Come on, Michael, it's game time. Get your hands on, lace up your Nikes, grab your Wheaties and your Gatorade, we'll pick up a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. Freaking Stan. So each one of those? Okay. You're going to take him. And there's gotcha. other ones as so well. So just keep it up there on that scene. Just... Keep, your, keep your eyes out because there's a couple of them up. You're going to take a simp when someone says basketball. Basketball it is. We challenge you to a basketball game. Basketball it is. Basketball. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. What is basketball? What's that? Beats me. We didn't have that in school. What? What's that? Lights. (laughs) They show them the old video. Okay. Are we there yet? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to take one simp. One simp. When a shot is made. Nice. So when someone makes a shot, you're going to take a simp. You're going to take a simp. That's a lot of simping. Oh, yeah. Shh. You gonna take a simp when baseball is said. Baseball, okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm a baseball player now. Right, and I'm a Shakespearean actor. Which could say it's quite often. He's a baseball player. player. Looks like a basketball player to me. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> so you don't take a simp when someone comes down to. Looney Tune Land, or whatever it's called. Oh, each time somebody goes down the rabbit hole, you might down say. the rabbit hole, okay. which is only about it's three. It's only a few times, yeah. But yes, when that happens, you yeah. don't do it. Zenobia, just how exactly did you get here? Producers, a friend of mine just had a teamster come and drop me off. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, that's how it goes. Now that I think about it, there's a few more of those also because you got to count when the actual Looney Tunes come back as well. Count it. Count it. <laughs> You're gonna take a simp. I've been simping. When monsters is said. Monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the monsters. M O N O Look, I didn't get dragged down here to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly <laughs> monsters. I ain't going out like that. I uh, like to think that Jordan is a much better motivational speaker and that those I hope so because otherwise he's just like I'd be like Jordan if you don't sit your talented ass down right <laughs> not all of us are you <laughs> um you gonna take a simp 
when Bugs or Daffy makes fun of the real world. So this includes him, <laughs> one of my favorites, where he's like, Speaking of toys, you know all those mugs and uh, t-shirts and lunchboxes with our pictures on them? Yeah. You uh, ever see any money from all that stuff? <laughs> Not a cent. Mm, me neither. <sighs> it's a crying shame. We you gotta know, get better agents. We're being screwed. Yes. <laughs> I want that. And any other references to... Uh -huh. Your shorts in 3D land? <laughs> yep. Take a sample. Okay. <laughs> you gonna take a sample when someone says... Stan. I understand total like Mr. Jordan, I'm McDaren's new publicist. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's fine. I think he just had to get away from that Stan character. Oh, God, he's pathetic, isn't he? Yeah. Say it a lot. Say okay. his name a lot. He even says his name. <laughs> he does. It's Stan. What does he call him? Thanks for the ride, Sherman. Appreciate it. It's Stan, Mike. Sorry. But that's all right. You can call me Sherman if you want to. And he's like, you can call me that if you but want. But you can call me that if you want. He's like, uh... He's just at his beck and call, dude. Mm-hmm. A little too much. You don't take a sip. Mm -hmm. When Jordan says one of the characters' names. Bugs. Bugs. Daffy. Tweety. What does he say? Bugs Bunny. Eh, you were expecting maybe the Easter Bunny? You're a cartoon. You're not real. Not real, eh? Not real, eh? Okay. You gonna yeah, yeah, there's a few of those. You gonna take a sip? You're gonna finish your drink. When the basketball players get their talent stolen. In a shocking development, five NBA players have been placed on the disabled list in the last 24 hours, all suffering from the same mysterious ailment. <gasps> so they're all... Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like where he's like, it just went up into my body. Climbed up my back and into my brain. <laughs> he's all like... Fuck Larry Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think did the best job in terms of getting their talent stolen? They all did a they really all did good job. Good. It was convincing. Like Bugsy's just moving oh, like a bird. Like, he's just like, oh <laughs> lord, oh lord. I got it. I got his talent. <laughs> You're going to finish a drink mm -hmm. when you first see Jordan play basketball. So this is when he finally gets his shorts. Mm -hmm. He finally gets his shoes. And he's like, let me see if I can still do yeah, this let's shit. let's see if I can remember how to do this again. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> when he flies like an eagle. Yes. Let's see if I remember how to do this. It's just a commercial, for real. <laughs> you gonna take a sim. Um, you gonna, I mean, you gonna finish your drink. I'm gonna finish that drink. You gonna finish your drink. When the monsters turn back into little monsters. Mm. <laughs> that was so much fun. That was so much fun. I feel so insignificant. My clothes don't fit. What a trip. <laughs> I'm up for another one. What a trip. <laughs> you got anything else in the drink of the game? Fuck yeah. First off, I don't know if I want to amend the take a simp when a point is scored mm -hmm. rather than suggesting take a simp every time somebody dunks the basketball because there is a hell, majority of the points scored are dunks and if you take a simp every time that a point is scored you're going through like five or six of these I feel like but that's that's on you guys that's on you guys yeah take it take drink whatever accordingly one, take whatever one you want 
You were like, oh, there's a basketball. You just can drink. I don't care. Okay. And I would say finish a drink when Jordan embraces his Looney Tune and stretches his arm to the basket. He tried. They tried to hold him back. Right? He's like, why do you wait till there's 10 seconds left on the goddamn clock? To tell, tell me, me I can, that I can do the shit that you guys can do since I'm here. I can stretch and do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Be flat, blow up, it didn't matter. Yeah. All right. I also have a theory about that, but we'll get to that. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that is the motherfucking drinking game. The motherfucking drinking game. How <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Does this just become a game to see if I can actually sync up with you? Yeah. Now <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm trying to mix it up. Now you're trying to just fuck with me. He's like, nope, he's not getting me tonight. That's because... Nope. I don't want to be stale and do the same shit for a million years no, over don't and over. Do that. I gotta mix it up once in a while. Yeah. And don't laugh either, because it ain't funny. Because it ain't funny. <laughs> you were scared, weren't you? Don't Mm-mm. be scared. Don't be scared. Can I give you a fun fact before we start? If anybody does the drinking game for the podcast, I almost feel like I should add in take a simp anytime that we quote life. Cause we do it. Damn near every podcast. I would like to change that to t- take a sip every time we quote a Eddie Murphy movie. That's probably better because it's either Life or Harlem um, Nights or, or Coming, Coming to, to America. America. Yeah. We just hit them. Oh my God. We should probably just redo those and that's funny because for I, the video I option. I almost said an Eddie Murphy line. Today, when we were just talking, we were talking about the peanut butter vodka. Uh-huh. He's like, man, just go eat a salad. That's what you said, right? Uh-huh. And I was thinking, like, go Why are you putting the mayonnaise on my chicken, chicken sandwich? <laughs> Which is from Dream Girls. So, yeah, I think that should be the, the rule because we no quote him. No mayonnaise on the chicken sandwich. On the chicken sandwich. 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 <laughs> All right. You ready for a fun fact? I'm ready for a fun fact. So, <laughs> the concept for this movie, mm-hmm. do you know what it's based on? No. It is based on 90s Nike ads oh. that had Jordan and Bugs Bunny versus Marvin the Martian and his little alien henchmen. Got you. And so people loved it, these ads. And so okay. they were like, we should kind of do a movie of all this. And then they just took Jordan's life and put it into the movie, essentially. Yeah. Because everything else is pretty much true. He really did retire in 93. Yeah. Uh, This really was right after his father tragically passed away. He really did come back in 96. Yeah, 96, 97, 98 is when they won. Uh, So he came back like 95 after the Houston Rockets won. Mm -hmm. And he really did try to play baseball. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they essentially took his real life story and put it into a movie. And just to be clear, he wasn't as bad as they're depicting in the movie. Bad in terms of baseball. He actually, he put up halfway decent numbers in the If he lakes. was not Michael Jordan. He would never gotten a tryout, obviously. Then, yes, then he sucks. He took the spot from somebody who actually was semi-decent. Valid. 
Valid. That's all I see. That's all I kept thinking. I was like, you're just trying to get another money grab. You try to do another sport that you want to do, I guess. That's cool. He always wanted to play baseball. Yeah. Well, because I'm glad his dad he was picked, a baseball player. Well, I'm glad he picked basketball. He tried to play baseball before he played basketball. Mm. When he was like 12 or something like that. And they're like, maybe you should go out for basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Change the world. Since we're going to be talking about him through the whole movie, I'll give you one fun fact right now about him. He is listed at 6'6", probably closer to 6'5 and a half. Both of his parents are under 5'9". I don't know how the hell he got so tall. But His mom is 5'9"? No, both of his parents are under 5'9". So his dad is 5'9". I don't know how tall his mom is, but it's less than 5'9". So she probably like my he eye. got to 6'6". Six, six. That's a good fun fact. I like that. I'll throw him out there sporadically. Okay. There's too many to actually... It'd be a whole week of podcasts, a whole month of podcasts, if we talked about all the things that are Michael Jordan. Ain't nobody so anyway. got time for that. <laughs> no, nobody's got time for that. Especially since we talk about movies on this, not athletes. But we're going to talk about some athletes today. Starting with, just kidding, we're going to talk about the director. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Joe Pitka. Oh. And every time I see his name, I think of The Love Guru with Mike Myers, which I do love that movie. I don't know... But I'm okay if you don't want to do it. I, I think it's a great movie, though. I, I think I'm going to pass on that one, but... It's Justin Timberlake as a French-Canadian. I don't know if you noticed, but we already did him. His name is Jacques Lecoq Grande. I already talked about that <laughs> fine man. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, Mr. Joe Pitka is a longtime director, cinematographer, uh, producer... And he is a bit of an unsung hero, you might say. Okay. This is his biggest movie that he's ever done. Today. What else is he Today. Doing? Well, I mean, my man's 81 years old. You uh, do All the other movies that he's done, you've never heard of. Okay. However. How did he get he, this job? I don't know. <laughs> well, I do know because he has a long track record of being uh, very reliable. And so he has, he started directing music videos and commercials and TVs and such. And you might recognize some of his work. Some of my favorite music music videos. Such as? Such as Michael Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel. Okay. The Way You Make Me Feel. I've seen that. Love that music video. Uh, Also, Dirty Diana. Oh, so he's working with the king. He's working with the king a lot, actually. He also did Heal the World. Make it a better place. For you and for me and the entire human race. Yes. For this movie, he also directed Seal in Fly Like an Eagle. I do love that song, though. I don't really care that much for that movie, so I don't know if we ever do that. <laughs> Batman. Oh, yeah. That was forever. Damn, Seal, you're just creating songs specifically for movies? And those are some, some of his bangers. best ones. Yeah, we still sing them. Uh-huh. Ba- no, I can't. I can't. Baby, <laughs> I can bring you to a kiss from a rose on a grave. So, Ooh. afterwards, he started working with Britney Spears a lot. Um, Ooh, what videos, girl? Uh, he didn't do her videos. He did, like, her commercials and stuff. Like the Pepsi commercials? The Pepsi commercials were all him. Okay, those yeah. are good ones. Yeah. 
he did do some John Lennon uh, things for uh, the very best of John Lennon and stuff like that. And since then, he's been directing TV, TV and commercials. He does have a Lifetime Achievement Award from the DGA Okay. for uh, working in commercials and television. And I don't know why he didn't continue on with features. Maybe he just he liked moving on to smaller, shorter projects. You don't have to spend as much time on them. Not nearly as much time. Shit. Making a movie is like going to war, man. Exhausting. It's rough. You can only do it if you are prepared and financed. It's raw. <laughs> but that's all I got on Mr. Joe Pitka. We appreciate you. You made a great movie. It's a memorable one from my childhood. And if you're ready, we can dive into this very long cast. And we're going to speed right through a lot of it. Because shit. Okay. <laughs> First and foremost, honorable mention to Mr. Brandon Heyman. Wait, Brandon Hammond. Hammond, Heyman. Was is Chelsea or Kelsey? Kelsey, Chelsea, <laughs> German, Furman, Furman, German. <laughs> who are we talking about? Who? Brandon Hammond. He plays young Michael Jordan. I want to play on a championship team. Then I want to play in the NBA. Oh, so mm-hmm. food. Yes, yeah, so food. Exactly. <laughs> I want to go play in North Carolina. Yeah, play like, on the championship team. Mm-hmm. Then I want to play in the NBA. And then... Once I've done all that, yep. I want to play baseball just like you, Dad. He's like, Shit. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> now that's a sport. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon Hammond, we're going to talk about him a little bit more when we do Soul Food because we are going to do Soul Food. Love that movie. Absolutely love that movie. Uh, but yeah, he plays young Michael Jordan. I thought he did a good job. He, only he looked like he minutes. could handle the ball a little bit. He made you believe it was that, good. That you could fly? That he could be a basketball player. I am going to say that he did travel on his way to the rim in that little slow motion shot. He took three steps. You going to be technical with a, with a baby? Yes. Also, He practiced it in his backyard. <laughs> he only 12. The reason I pointed out is also because they change the rules in the NBA specifically because of Michael Jordan. Because he be cheating. <laughs> he be traveling. Well, technically, uh, yes. He would get a number of the calls when he did take three steps. And so they adjusted the traveling rule because of him. So depending on what you're doing, so if you're on your way to the basket, you can take that third step. Now... Because of Jordan. That's not another fun fact on Jordan sprinkled in there. Oh, my God. Yup. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we got to talk about all these basketball players. There is a shit ton of them in here. And before we talk about the ones that are actually in the movie, just the ones that you see, like Vlade Divac, Ahmad Rashad, Jim Rome's ass is in there. AC Green is in there. There's there's so too many to mention. Yeah. That just like they literally got the Lakers coach, Del Harris or whatever his name was. I remember him. I remember his ass. I like Pat. Before Riley there himself. was a, a stable center. Yep. Back there when was they were a at forum. the forum. 
I saw saw Fleetwood Mac there a couple years ago. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. We were there a couple weekends ago. We saw. Is that where you guys were? Yeah, we went to go see Tyrese in there. There you go. But yeah, there are. I appreciate that they got actual NBA players in this movie, and I hope they all paid them accordingly. I mean, I would pay them for their acting, so they're not gonna get that much. <laughs> I mean, if you have, I'm just being a mean. I'm saying like, you can't pay an NBA player as an extra. No, you because know. they had speaking roles for the majority. Well, even of them. the ones that aren't speaking, you can't if they're on camera. Yeah, they're technically doing a stunt, so you gotta at least pay them as stuntmen. Okay, because they're that's playing still basketball. a lot less than whatever the fuck they make. On a game. Very true. However, I don't like anybody getting taken advantage of. And also, I mean, you never know. Some of these players, you know, they get out of the NBA and they don't got, you know, a dime to their name. It's it true. happens. It's true. You know, it's, it's a tough road. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. So you want to talk about all these NBA players? Uh, you want to talk about all these NBA players. Oh, yes, I do. I did no research on them. I figured you were going to do the research on them. And research? I've been researching. Whatever. You would do the knowledge 30 on years. <laughs> all right. But there's Since a million of them. It's a million of them, so keep them short and sweet. I, I'm going to keep them short and sweet. I'm actually only going to talk about the ones that have speaking roles. Uh, so starting with Mr. Larry Bird. Yeah. Hey, nice shot, Mr. Bird. Larry, please. Nice shot, Mr. Larry. Larry's not white. Larry's clear. He he's very blonde. He's very he is. He's very light complected. So Larry Bird plays well Larry Bird. I know him. <laughs> I do and I know his name and who he is. A lot of people know who Larry Bird is. Did he play for Boston? I was correct, but you didn't even let me say it. I'm sorry. I mean the Celtics, yes, go ahead. Yes, he played for the Boston right. Celtics. Whatever, see, for I actually... his entire career. My one basketball fact I had... You got more facts than that. Do I? Yes, you do. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so Larry Bird did play for the Boston Celtics for his entire career. He led them to five NBA Finals appearances, won three of them in 81, 84, 86, something like that. Three-time MVP for the league, also Finals MVPs, like... My dude is amazing. He's arguably one of the greatest players in basketball history. And if you see his highlight reels, you'll see why. He also holds 89% career free throw average. That's fucking insane. Especially for a guy that is 6'9". My dude is tall. <laughs> okay. However, he also was playing the night that Jordan scored his career high of 63 points. He is a member of the 1992 Olympic Dream Team. You heard of the Dream Team? Well, we're the Mean Team. Therefore, he is inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame twice. But being 6'9", he did suffer some back injuries. And so he had to retire early in like 91, 92, something like that. Most of his career was spent battling against none other than our Los Angeles Lakers. So, yeah, that's a little bit on Mr. Larry Burton. I thought he did all right. Heckling Bill Murray. Just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> can't jump. I can't. Yeah, go on. And? <laughs> Y'all keep it down. I'm trying to hit this ball over here. Do you want a mm. fun fact? On Larry Bird? 
I ain't got no basketball fun facts. I already told you that. <laughs> that is not my specialty. I don't got nothing. And I mean, one, we're talking about The Larry. one that I had, you already took it. I'm sorry. It wasn't that fun. Most people knew that. <laughs> no. The original promotional website for this movie that came out in 1996 mm-hmm. is still on the World Wide Web. WWW? So if you go to www.spacejam.com, <laughs> you will be transported in a time machine back to no 1996 shit. with all the internet graphics <laughs> and the layouts of all that time. So if you want to get a kick out of that, or if you're young and you don't know what the internet was prior to this, go on there because that will give you an idea of what the fuck now, we were doing. If you go with. to this website now, yes. do you have to wait for it to finish loading like it was in 96? <laughs> no, that would be funny. It you just automatically timer. has the timer and some dial-up noises. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was a funny one. And I have gone on it, and it is... I wonder when the new movie comes out, are they going to, like, get rid of it? I hope not. Or are they going to just, like... Do another one. I would just have a... Do li- another one, Warners. I would add a link on to that one to take you to the modern one, but I still want the old ass. Because <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, uh, we can dive into the Monstars, the uh, players whose talent they stole... Starting with Mr. Sean Bradley. Is that the tall white one? That is the... Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one I've never... He I, played for the Mavericks. I never recognized his face. I was, like, yeah. So he was actually very new to uh, the NBA when he got cast in this movie. I think he was like one or two years into the NBA. I think he got drafted in like 93. I feel like they were like, like we need to like throw a white player in here. Uh-huh. And Larry Bird was already like gone. Yeah, he was already retired. They're like, look, we got this tall, new, young kid. Let's put him in the mix. Well, not only that, he's very charactery in the first place. He was 200 pounds, 7 feet, 6 inches. Sway his damn head on the doorway. Uh-huh. That hurt. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when they're walking down the street, down the hallway with the doctor. They're all talking. And uh-huh. they're like, Doof. 7 feet, 6 inches. He has to Wait, duck through everything. You know, that scene, tell me it doesn't look like Muggsy and the doc are on like one of those... They uh, are. Tread things. Oh, they totally are. They totally are, They're right? They're pulled, yeah. Meanwhile, everybody else is walking on regular mm-hmm. floor. I'm glad you noticed that, because I did too. I've always seen that. I was like, are these motherfuckers are on walking? like uh, escalator or whatever it is? Like those things you see mm-hmm. at the airport? Pooper me- pe- pooper meters? <laughs> People movers. People movers, that's what they're called. <laughs> you know, the, the pooper meters. <laughs> Fill those five, shots. Five, three Muggsy Bogues and seven, six Sean Bradley. Get the fuck Five, up. three? I, we're going to get there. He makes me feel like a fucking... We're going to get there. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, so we got this white boy play what team again? The Mavericks. He played. Played he for came, the Mavericks. He conquered. I've never seen him in no <laughs> other commercial or he no nothing else. He is the second tallest American to ever play in the NBA. Who number one? I don't know. Check. No, he's 7'1". How tall is the white boy? 7'6". <sighs> yeah. We're, he had to be a basketball player or else how would he afford a bed? I don't know, bro. He had to, or else he wouldn't be able to live in any. I don't know. I think house. He, uh, he was doing some Mormon stuff before he made himself available for the draft. I go back and work on the farm. Yeah. Or maybe 
I could go back to the jungle and be a missionary again. I mean, I would have to build my own house. How am I supposed to like walk through doorways? He he would have to duck every time he went into anywhere, any room. Anywhere. That's awful. Strangely enough, he's actually worked on a few things after this. He was in uh, Walker, Texas Ranger in 2000. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And some other show called Studio C. Okay. And then he played a mechanic in The Singles Ward, which is a movie. I've never heard of it. But Me neither. How did they get his big ass underneath the car? I don't know. I'm assuming <laughs> that Vince Vaughn was the lead character and they needed somebody that would fit in the screen with them. Yeah, everyone in the cast. Vince Vaughn's ass is 6'4". I was like, everyone in the cast has to be super tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or else, like, if you're not, you're. it's just like a shot of you and his crotch. Mm, I don't know what you're feeding him, but he is too damn big. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with those movies? I'm down. <laughs> okay. That's so- the second time I've referenced that movie in this episode. Good movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Or that... Trilogy. So what? Who who is next in the mob squad? In the mob squad, where the monsters? M O N. Let's see what you got, chump. I like calling them the mob squad because they be mobbing down. High hit them high, hit them high, hit them high. What? You hit them low, hit them low, hit them low. No. Going straight to the hole. We got no brain. Let's talk about Mr. Patrick Ewing. Yeah. New York Knicks. What's happening? I know that one. You know that one? He's the taller black guy that's not Charles Barkley. So can you distinguish between them and their talents when they are the Monstars? Yeah, because the Monstars kind of look like them. Kind of, yes. So the hardest ones to distinguish are between Larry Johnson and Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing is the green one. Larry Johnson is the purple one. Well, no. The way you can tell is the, because of the bottom half. The purple one and the green one are the two that you can't quite figure out. The big Sean ones. Bradley is the white boy. He, so he's yeah, the he's the goofy one. one. Yeah. You know exactly who Charles Barkley is. He's the yeah. you see this kind of chunky fellow over here. Yeah, he's the one with the booty. Yeah. Nice butt. They straight you... pants his ass. Yes. And then when he squishes Bugs Bunny and he uh-huh. lands on him, his butt's like, because the nice little booty jiggle. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> and of course, Muggsy Bogues is the short one. Yes. So it's Patrick and Larry Johnson's monster characters that are a little hard to distinguish. But the way you figure it out is by Larry Johnson's physique. Mm-hmm. So he's the purple one. Patrick Ewing is the green one. Chess. So uh, Patrick Ewing... Also on the 92 Dream Team. So Patrick Ewing is also in the Hall of Fame. He is a forever New York Nick, except for the last two seasons. I believe he got traded. I didn't even realize this at the time. But he played briefly uh, with the Seattle Supersonics and the Orlando Magic. Supersonics. Supersonics. Okay. My dude was in the NBA for 17 or 18 seasons. And he is among the greatest centers to ever play. And this is after his knees were gone. You know, he didn't have the physicality that he used to have. But even with not having the athletic ability that he once did, still became one of the greatest centers of all time. And now he is back at Georgetown as the head coach. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. He signed a multi year contract to be the head coach for Georgetown University. So that's where he's at right now. 
since we were already talking about Larry Johnson, we can talk about his ass. You remember those Grandma Mom commercials from mm-hmm. the 90s? Mm-hmm. That's probably why I That's probably why they brought him in to play this. Also because he was already on Family Matters. Do you remember? You don't remember that episode where Grandma Ma pl- came to play with Urkel? No, but I'll look it Dude, up. Dude, the best. Because it's so, on Hulu. Eddie and Waldo didn't want Steve to play on their team because some dude from another school or another town who was an amazing basketball player came in and didn't have a team. And so they wanted him, and therefore they kicked Urkel to the curb. Oh. I know. Waldo, Faldo, Ronaldo. Grandma Ma, a.k.a. Larry Johnson, said, I'll play with you. And they ended up whooping uh, Eddie and this dude in the final game. So, yeah, Larry Johnson uh, was doing some TV acting before he got Space Jam. Also, (laughs) number one pick in the 1991 NBA draft. But Larry Johnson was a man, dude. I always loved watching him. He didn't play nearly as long as you would think he would. He only played for about 10 years. Get that money, get out. Yeah. He got out. Uh, he's 50 years old now. Produced a movie. He produced a movie in 2001 called Triumph of Faith. Uh, he was also in Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. I think she oh, there were, coached the Charlotte yeah. Hornets. Oh, no, I like totally remember that movie. Can we do that? That's a basketball movie. I never even thought about that one. I didn't one. even think about that. But, yeah, we can do that movie for sure. Okay. Because uh, not only is Larry Johnson in it, but his teammate, Mr. Tyrone... Muggsy Bogues. The little one. The shortest basketball player in NBA history. Oh, yeah, because he makes me feel like I'm Shaq next uh-huh. to this fool. My dude. So he was my favorite player growing up. I wonder why. Because he's short as fuck like me. <laughs> not only that, fat. this is before Earl Boykins, not before Spud Webb, but Spud Webb was about 5'7 and he can dunk. Muggsy Bogues cannot dunk the basketball. Like I said, this is before Earl Boykins came along in like the early 2000s. He was 5'5". Five five. Muggsy Bogues is 5 feet 3 inches tall. And damn it if he could not make that ball sing. So he did not get scouted, obviously, coming out of high school. He went to Wake Forest, played all four years there. Then got picked up by the Washington Bullets is what it was. And then when the lockout happened, they did not choose to keep him, and that's when he got picked up by the Charlotte Hornets. That's when he was playing with Larry Johnson. Muggsy Bogues is considered one of the fastest players on the court as well. Okay. One of the hardest working players, one of the fastest players, one of the smartest point guards that you ever see. Also, it's five feet three. Can't <laughs> nobody keep up with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I thought he did a good job. I always enjoyed watching him play. I really enjoyed him in this movie. And I like uh, the character that they create for him uh, as a monster. Yeah, it's Like a this perfect. pesky little, like, come here, come here, come here. Yeah. We're the monsters. M-O-N. He's all jumping on their uh, backs and shit. <laughs> you don't care. I love him. Yeah. He was good. He was damn good. Uh, 55 years old now. So he... Does not play anymore. I think he became a executive at one of the teams. I don't remember which. But he played last for the Golden State Warriors, I want to say. 
but he still holds the record for the most assists and the most minutes played by the Charlotte Hornets. Dang. He was doing his thing, killing it from day one. He's the one that made me believe that I could actually be in the NBA. I was like, wait, Muggsy Bogues is shorter than me and he's there? Okay, I could do it. You just not you just weren't good enough. I didn't. And if you did, we wouldn't be doing this podcast because I absolutely don't know any of this fucking shit. And I do know shit about movies. So I don't know. It all worked out for the best. I'm out. I'm done. No more no more basketball players to talk about. Okay. <laughs> I tried to make it short and sweet. Okay. Did we forget somebody? No, we forget. Got Sean Bradley, got Larry Johnson, got Patrick Ewing, got Muggsy Bogues. Did we talk about Charles? We did not talk about Charles. We did not talk about Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. I'm well, he's sorry. the most famous one. No, I'm just you saying that I didn't want to not I to like forget him because, like I said, he's him the best. to save him for last of the monsters. He's the best. He's the best. He has the greatest lines. I love. Him. He was like, "If you give him my game back, I'll never go out with Madonna again." <laughs> Like, he's, like, fucking so funny. Straight sitting in the church. church. I'll never go home with Madonna again. again. <laughs> it's great lines. He's hilarious. If you don't know who he is, you probably do, because he oh, is a best. big face of the NBA. The NBA. Yeah, and absolutely. He is a commentator now. Now. Uh, I don't know who else is up there with him. It's like Kenny Smith and a couple of people. Shaq. Sadly, I have not watched NBA basketball in over a decade. So I'm a little out of touch with what's going on in the NBA. I watched the game a couple. That weeks was ago. a time when I can name the starting five from every single team in the NBA, and nowadays it's just like there don't was have a time. time when I can name at least five players from the Lakers, and I can only name one now. So. Dude, <laughs> when this movie came out, I was like. I wouldn't even say that I was a fan or anything. My mm. family were Laker fans, so I recognized the Lakers. I knew what their coach looked like. I knew what their starting line looks like. That was about it. But I couldn't tell you names, stats, none of that shit. So Charles Barkley played for the Phoenix Suns, and sadly, he never won a ring. He Mostly won. because of the Boston Celtics, the L.A. Lakers, and the Chicago Bulls. He came close. He came close a few times. Uh, he even made it to the NBA Finals, him and Kevin Johnson, and they lost to the Chicago Bulls. I want to say that was in 92. He did win overall. Fuck yeah, he did. Because he's still on TV. He got a paycheck coming in every day. My How man you know? is 6'4". How you know? Because I remember having his basketball card in the 90s, and it said 6'4". Okay. And okay. even then, that was debatable. He's known as the bald dude before all the games. Mm -hmm. you know <laughs> and how, after. You know how he used to, uh, I think he was raised in uh, Alabama, I want to say. Greenbow? Not Greenbow. <laughs> Greenbow, Alabama. Thank you, go back to Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> I believe he was born and raised in Alabama, um, but he used to work on his jumping by hopping the fences of uh, the stables or the the cow line, whatever you call it. I wonder how many times he ate it. I don't know. 
He ate a lot though. Went to Auburn University and uh, apparently would order pizzas left and right even when he was uh, in college. That sounds like me in college. Uh huh. He would tell his coach, all right, coach, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to be responsible, this, that, and the other. Immediately, he would eat a whole pizza by himself. He was like, I'm going to be responsible. I'm on the pizza diet where I eat one pizza every meal. <laughs> but yeah, he was bad. He's a bad man. Okay, I'm done with my basketball fun facts. I know you, you feel bad. I can only take so much. This is a basketball movie. I got a basketball, Jones. What? I got a basketball Jones on, baby. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, if we gonna go there, <laughs> I got a fun fact for you. Okay. Let's motherfucking talk about this soundtrack. Yes. This soundtrack was filled with bangers, as we have been singing mm-hmm. tonight. With songs, we haven't even gotten to Monica yet, dude. With songs from Seal. Fly like an eagle. Mm-hmm. We got some. Like we got songs eagle. from Method Man, LL Cool J, Buster Rhymes, Monica. Yeah, yeah. It's just Coolio. <laughs> There's a lot of people on there. I made a great choice for my first CD. <laughs> you did. You did. It was a banger. It was such a great CD. It was such a great CD that it peaked at number two on the U.S. Billboard's 200. And yeah, <laughs> And it was certified. Six times platinum. Six times platinum. Yeah, baby. So, yeah. I love it. This soundtrack was a banger. I love it. Filled with a lot of songs. And you guys know all of them. Especially the big one. So, we don't even have to talk anymore about this fucking soundtrack. Because <laughs> it is the best. If you don't know, YouTube... YouTube soundtrack is Space on Jam it. soundtrack is it's great. You'll love it'll it. It'll bring you back. Take you right back to nineteen ninety six. Take you in that time machine. It'll take you back to nineteen ninety six in the Space Jam website. <laughs> <laughs> Put this dial up tones. All right, you ready to talk about these um, these voice actors? You might say these Looney Tunes characters. Can I give you a fun fact before we do that then? Yeah. Fun fact. All right. So you gotta pass the ball back. Fun fact. I'm gonna get a real basketball next next episode. Okay. So the Looney Tunes started back in 1934. 1934. In the way back back machine, that's when they started. Okay. And back then, their number one cartoon was this cartoon called Bosco. What is Bosco? Bosco was like. I'm going to assume he's a monkey. Okay. And he was just like a kind of character that did, you know, stupid character things. Except that Bosco was pretty racist as in it was supposed to be like a black dude and he kind of uh, made him talk like, you know, drunk and driving. He has like a little bowler hat. Uh-huh. And he, yeah, he didn't last that long. He lasted maybe like three or four years before. He looked like a... Uh, Shitty version of Curious George. Kind of, yes, but he's black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. So, this. It was all black and white cartoons back then. Back then. So, he kind of started this whole Looney Tune thing. He didn't last so long because there were some copyright issues with him. So, they kind of cut him. Not even the racial shit, just because it was copyright issues. What I read is both. 
Okay. But what I believe is the copyright shit. This is 1938. Yeah, they didn't care that they were making fun of... They didn't give a fuck. Whatever, because... Who cares? Because it was 1938 and they could do it. Do whatever you want. So, they moved from that to Porky the Pig in 1935. Yes! And that is where we get the theme, the Looney Tune theme song, mm-hmm. which was called like Broken Merry-Go-Round or something like that. Okay. Yep. And that's also not loony enough. That's also when we get the. That's all. That's all, folks. Love it. Exactly. Ashley had me wear this shirt, by the way. He is wearing a. Wearing that piggly wiggly shirt, yo. Which is funny because when the Mob Squad. Dive, dives they into come the, to earth and they crash into the parking lot of a piggly wiggly of a piggly wiggly <laughs> so when i saw that i was like oh that's perfect yep so so for those of you out here in california by the way the piggly wiggly is a real supermarket we don't know i did not that. know this until my first visit to wisconsin it's like vons it's like albertsons it's like stater brothers it's it's food for less out there I know this is sidebar. 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 <laughs> um, I'm about to give you a fucking really cool fun fact, all right? Give me that fun fact. Piggly Wiggy is basically the very first modern day supermarket. What we know as supermarket, Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly made started. it that way. Okay. Because previously, before that, you would go into a store, everything was behind the counter where the clerk would be, and you'd be like, let me get some bread, let me get some egg, let me get some milk. Gotcha. So we'll pull it out, ring you up, and give it to you. That's how grocery stores used to work. Gotcha. Piggly Wiggly was like, nah, girl, we ain't got time for all that. We gonna set up these aisles and you can walk down and you can pick up your own crap and then you bring them to us and we'll bring you up. I like that. And so they started doing that. And, and then Wiggly, everybody else caught on. Then everyone else caught on. But Piggly Wiggly pretty much made grocery stores the way that we go to grocery stores. Cool. You just knew that off the top of your head, didn't you? I'm just... Filled, filled with, with fun, fun facts. facts. <laughs> it's, just, it's not always research, people. Sometimes we just know I some just shit. just know some shit. <laughs> your sister tells me constantly I need to have I didn't have to do pro- none of that research on basketball. I just <laughs> knew that shit. <laughs> she constantly tells me I need to have like a coffee book table fun fact book. Because I just know. I'd be like, mm, fun fact about random ass shit. By the way. <laughs> By the way, I've never been to a Piggly Wiggly, but. You don't, want, you don't need to go. So, yeah, so back to the Looney Tunes. Back to the Looney Tunes. Porky Pig came in in 1935, changed it up, got us a cool song and a tagline. That's all, folks. After that, we got Daffy because they needed to have, he needed somebody to shoot and run and be mean to. Boom. Then after that, we got Duh, Bugs Bunny. Fuck yeah. And the rest of the Looney Tunes, you know, Tootie Bird and. The Tasmanian Double, <laughs> Granny, and Sylvester, oh, and Peppy the Pew, and all the They're whole crew. They're all in here. They're the whole all crew. in here. It's so great. This went off without I'm a hitch. Good, by the way, it made me good. People were happy. People loved the fucking Looney Tunes, and so this became that they had a rival in the cartoon world. Obviously, Disney, Disney. and they. Mick Mouse. <laughs> Mick Mouse? They did their own, you know, thing and we still talk about 
Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. you know, kids still know who they are. Fuck yeah. And Looney Tunes is the best, dude. And then eventually in 1989, Disney and Warner Brother collaborated on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. It's the only time that you can see Disney and Warner Brother characters on the same screen at Love the same time. That movie. Bob so, yeah. Hoskins, may he rest in peace. R.I.P. So yeah, that's a little bit on the Looney Tunes. I love that. There's tons of people that have done voices over the decades and have been the own things. So like we have so many people to think I couldn't even write all their names down. Mm-mm. But if you want to know more, look them up because there's Looney Tunes. Are yeah, I can't even get cool. to all the voice actors of all the characters that mm-hmm. are in here. So we're just going to talk about the main ones who do majority of the voices. All right. Starting with Mr. Bob Bergen. So he plays Tweety, Porky Pig, and Marvin the Martian. Let's make the mob squads feel like they were never been born. Those monsters will wish they'd never been born. Oh, he's so cute. So cute. You're not scared of them, are you, oh, Michael? Michael. <laughs> Those big eyes. I just want to point out that as a kid, (laughs) I'm wondering if it's because of this movie, but like literally the last part of the 90s, early part of the 2000s, super into Tweety Bird, Tweety Bird shirts, yeah, Tweety Bird clocks, Uh pillowcases. It's probably because of this movie and also because you empathize with this tiny little bird so much he's got the cutest face and the cutest voice and he's getting picked on and then all of a sudden later on the movie he's getting surrounded by all the monsters and he's like oh fuck this he certain pulls out his karate yeah. and whoops all the rest he's yeah. like hey ha and then all of a sudden elmer fudd comes up over one of them after he knocks him out and he's just hanging out like jordan with his yeah. tongue out and shit <laughs> yep i love that shit love Sweetie, probably the cartoons more than in this movie, obviously, because, you know, mm-hmm. cartoons are geared towards him. But you, the smart, smallest thing, it's like the smartest thing. Mm-hmm. Outsmarting this guy day in, day out. He's <laughs> got an old granny who looks after him. Oh, granny. happy. Yeah. I've always, loved, I've always loved Tweety Bird. I think I, I did. I did see Michael Jordan. I did. <laughs> Tweety. So he also plays Porky Pig and Marvin the Martian, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Tiana did a great Marvin the Martian. She did, thank you, Tiana. <laughs> we loved it. And I didn't realize until probably a few years ago, mostly because I didn't watch Looney Tunes in my twenties, but Porky Pig always changes up what he's gonna say at the very last second. Oh yeah, I didn't realize. It's that always when like I was a kid. oh, ebdy, ebdy, ebdy. yeah, it's a quarter. It's a quarter past seven. Yeah, because it's easier for them to say whatever the other thing is. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hold, hold your horses. As a kid, watched a lot of cartoons. Mm-hmm. I would watch this and the anime Animaniacs, where she they're also they call on us Animaniacs. Animaniacs and Toon. And was Looney Tunes. To the max. Right, Looney so Tunes. just sit back and relax. Okay, I'm not going to do the whole song. We're, We're animaniacs. Me peeking but like on Looney Tunes, they're okay, on there too. I'm going to keep stuff. going if you don't stop me. Stop! <laughs> Girl, I don't know what to tell you. You messing with my childhood. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I mean, yes, these people did a lot of. Who were we talking about? Again? We were talking about Bob Bergen, who has been in everything that you can think of animated. He was in the Emoji movie. He was in Despicable Me, Smurfs, Sing, Trolls, Secret Life of Pets, Minions. You you name it, he's done it. And in this one, he is Porky Pig, Marvin the Martian, and Tweety Bird. Yes. What is, what is he in Sing? I love that. I love pets, too. In Sing? I don't know. I think he was additional voices or something like that. Ooh, and also in Inside mm-hmm. Out. Yeah. But either way, Bob Bergen, keep doing your thing, man, because we love your voice. Love it. It's fantastic, and we always enjoy all of these characters. But we got to keep going because we've got so many love characters it. to talk about. Speaking of... Uh, we're going to talk about D. Bradley Baker. Actually, we're not going to talk about him yet because he's one of the main characters. You already said his name. Do it. Okay, D. Bradley Baker plays... Daffy. He plays Elmer Fudd. No, he doesn't. I'm sorry. My mistake. He plays the Tasmanian Devil, Mm -hmm. and he plays Daffy. He plays Daffy. He plays Daffy. Which, why does Daffy always get shit on? Daffy! Thank you! Very funny. Let's all laugh at the duck. I feel so bad for him. Do you want to know what I've always thought my entire life? It's because he's black. Exactly. Motherfuckers. Exactly. I didn't even... Uh. Because like, even gets, when he walks out He gets out treated worse the, than Donald uh, Duck does. Yeah, he does. A lot worse than he Donald does. Duck does. That's yeah. just... I'm just saying. But that's what I always thought. I, I think that's probably where it started. Because mm-hmm. when was Daffy Duck created? In like the... F- the 30s. 30s, exactly. So yeah. they had to make him black. Yeah. So it started out as a racial thing. I mean, look at him. He comes out into the... Uh, to the Like a now announcing Daffy Duck. And it's Thank like, you! Thank you! Just crickets. Right. Let's all laugh at, at the, the duck. duck. Motherfuckers. He comes in there killing it and you guys give him I love him, dude. Yeah. He's the best. He's smart. He's witty. He's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. He talks with a lisp. A lisp. <laughs> exactly. And Bugs always has to be the center of attention, and therefore that's why Daffy usually gets the short end of the stick. It is what it is. It's a formula, and it works. But D. Bradley plays Daffy Duck and the Tasmanian Devil. I like uh, the Tasmanian Devil in this one. He's fun. <laughs> He's two yeah. feet nothing, but he can dunk a basketball, and he can also pop two basketballs in his mouth. Spit shine! Spit shine! <laughs> Lemony fresh. <laughs> so who I was going to talk about is uh, Miss Kath Susie. Are you talking about Lola? Lola Bunny. I don't know if Lola was before this movie. I don't. I do know this her. that this is her film debut. Okay. But I don't know if she's fucking a real character or I if they made her up for the movie. I think they made her up for the movie because I never saw her before. Because it's an inter- introduction in the movie as well to Bugs. You know? That's true. Otherwise, like, if he already knew her. Has anybody ever played basketball? She's like, I have. Hi, I'm Lola Bunny. Lola. Lola. You want to play a little one-on-one doll? Don't ever call me 
Doll. Doll. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Take a sip every time she says that. She says that a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Lola is played by Kath Susie. Uh, and just like Mr. Bob Bergen, she has been in absolutely everything from Tom and Jerry to Zootopia to Curious George, Wreck It Ralph. The, the list goes on and on. It's amazing how much these voice actors work. Once you develop a reputation of being a voice actor, you get work, dude. Oh, yeah. There's so much. I wish that I put more effort into being in uh, voice acting because I feel like I probably could. You if could. I really worked at it. I could do some voices. I think you'd be good at it. Yeah. I don't think I would be, but I would love to do it. I think it looks fun. Well, you, I could go to work in pajamas. Like, yeah, you can. <laughs> hello. You got to get some great sound equipment. Oh, oh, hello. Why? What is this in front of me? <laughs> I think we could do it. Um, before we move on, I will say that she was also in one of my favorite uh, TV shows growing up, Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. She played Fifi LaFume and Little Sneezer. Oh, the little mouse that be sneezing all the mm-hmm. time. You'd be like, ah, choo! That was her. Uh, she's also been in the Santa Claus, and she's also in the uh, TV show Sonic the Hedgehog, not to be confused with the new movie that just came out. Apparently it's supposed to be good. James Marsden, yo. I don't know. It was held back like almost a year because yeah. fucking they put out the trailer and nobody liked the way Sonic looks, so they had to like... They had to redo his everything? Everything. Got you. I so mean, it was pushed back like six months. No shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, nope, we got to redo Yeah, it this. came out and they were like, what? what is this? <sighs> Punk asses. And only... No, I'm not upset at this because... I'm upset I, because person... they have the ability to do that. The audience? No, the studio. Oh, they should have done that the first way. But sometimes you think like, oh, this is like, cool. And then you get no it out other there. Movie. If you're not a major studio, you don't have the ability to push your release date back six months just because you want to. Yeah. You know? Spike it, Lee can't push his release date back just because he wants to because he thought that the numbers didn't look good from the initial trailer. Well, I don't know. He owns his own production company. He, he can owns do whatever his own the production fuck company. But if Spike says the release date is this, everybody's going to hold him to that. Well, yeah, because he wouldn't have come out with some half-assed looking Sonic thing just to get people as a money grab. That's exactly. what they're doing. And so once they did it, the the audience looked at these trailers and were like, what the hell are you guys doing? Why are you guys trying to sell us this junk? And yeah. when they saw that, they had to pull back and redo it. Got you. I don't know. I know that Jim Carrey is the main villain. Which I... Is the only, he is the only draw to me of this. Oh, your girl from Blackish is in it. I mean, Mixed-ish. The mom. Oh, really? She in it. Miss Ross. Okay. No, not her. The mom in Mixed Dish. Oh. There you go. My bad. I don't see her every day, babe. Well, tell her. Her and Jim Carrey are the only reason why I will watch Sonic. (laughs) I saw her. I was like, oh, a black. Oh, I like her. She in the Tyler Perry stuff. And then now here we are. Yes, she is. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, moving on, we're going to talk, we talked about Lola Bunny. Can I give you some fun facts? I Fuck feel... yeah, you can give them to me anytime. Are we still tiny feel the need to give me a fun fact? Okay, um, 
Moron Mountain is a spoof on Magic Mountain, Six Flags Magic Mountain. Here no in Southern shit. California. Don't bring me here anymore, right? Right? And Don't the reason bring me here anymore, right? <laughs> Look at this. So, um... We need new attractions. This is based off of them, and the reason why they based it off of Six Flags Mountain Magic Mountain here in Southern California is because Warner Brother has a contract with them. Oh, okay. If you go to Six Flags, you can buy all of the items that Bugs Bunny and Daffy have, and I believe they walk around the park and got you all of that stuff. So they were like, "Ooh, let's just base it on our own." Yeah, Shit. just make fun of ourselves. Yeah. That way we don't get sued. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, what was I going to do? Oh, I was going to talk about uh, our main villain. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. You sounded like you were taking a hit right now. No. <laughs> My knee was hurting from the way I was sitting. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Have, have we talked about him before? Danny DeVito, I love you. No. <laughs> oh my god, Danny DeVito, I love your work! I love your work! No, we have not talked about him. Oh my god. So that's uh, Mean Girls. Did we do Mean Girls? We, we did. did do Mean Girls already. <laughs> we, did. we did. I can't keep up, man. I've been drinking. Shit. I remember. It's Friday. Happy Friday, people. Happy, Happy Wednesday Friday. for when you hear this, that is. Happy Wednesday. Happy week. Damn. Alright, let's move it on. Where There's are we no going? You want another one? I don't want another one. It's fine. Uh, yes. If there's more. Uh, Danny DeVito plays our main uh, villain. You can't tell Our by his, antagonist. By his... What is his name in this? I can't even remember. I don't know. Oh, uh... Swack Hammer. Swack Hammer. Okay. Well, <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. I can't even find it at this point. I'm s- so we're going to talk very in-depth about Danny DeVito on another movie, probably Twins, because I love that movie. <laughs> probably, uh, or Batman Returns, or say. Romancing the Stone, or Throw Mama from the Train. I was going to say Matilda. Matilda? <laughs> Dude. Danny DeVito has done it all, and he is not slowing down by any means. I fucking love this man. This dude is on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He was in Taxi. Taxi. Shit. She. Renaissance Man. He does the <laughs> voice in Hercules. Oh, yeah. He's he, uh, he everywhere. He's absolutely everywhere, and we're going to talk about him in depth on a different movie. He be stay work. When you can actually see his face. Yes. But in this movie, he plays Swaghammer, the main villain, and he does a great job. I love that they kind of depict him in the first place because he's not. Danny DeVito stands four feet, ten inches tall. Yes. You know? And on Moron Mountain, four feet, ten is giant. Compared to his little mini. Yeah, exactly. So, like, at the end, George is like, why don't you take it from this guy? And they're like, because he's bigger. Oh, I mean, he was bigger. Than we used Mm -hmm. to be. We gonna fuck this dude. (laughs) Strap his ass to an Acme rocket and send him to the moon, bitch. Me, me. (laughs) We're playing on the moon, bitch. Peace. Don't call me no more. (laughs) 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 That's right. (laughs) 
like, what? Really? Yeah. Well, I'm around, man, you know. <laughs> so, he is the villain. You don't see him except in the beginning and at the end of the basketball game. Mm-hmm. But he does get done. You know this does. short dude? You know him? You know his voice? And you're right, we will talk about him another time. We're going to talk about you, Mr. DeVito, on another episode. I will say also uh, thank you for supporting our political candidates who shall remain, oh. remain nameless because we don't talk about politics or religion on this podcast. But either way, we appreciate you getting out there and making your voice heard and doing your thing. Thank you very much, Mr. DeVito. Uh, next up is none other than Bill fucking Murray! My mom bought me this card set of quotes to put up on my desk. It has a little stand. Every day you change it out, it's supposed to be a different quote. Very, very first quote that I get, it's baby steps. Baby steps, baby steps through the office. Baby steps down the hall. Look, I'm doing it. It's working. Baby steps. <laughs> That's perfect for you because you absolutely love that movie. I do love it. What about Bob? What about Bob? Look, if I have to come in here again, there's going to be trouble. All I'm asking is for some peace and quiet. Okay. I'll be quiet. And I'll be peace. <laughs> So, yeah, Bill Murray, uh, do you know how pretty much he kind of got this job? I no. Mean, other than being Bill Other Murray. than being Bill Murray and uh, being his, from Chicago? That his friend is a producer and he had a team surgery <laughs> drop off. <laughs> which is also semi-true because he <laughs> was friends with the producer of this movie. Yeah, Ivan Reitman. So that is... Producer's friend of mine just had me drop me off. <laughs> that is real. Uh, Bill Murray... He got this pretty much because in the 90s, he did commercials in which he tried and failed to be part of the NBA. What? And once I started thinking about this, I started thinking like, I do vaguely remember these commercials. I don't remember those commercials. And then I started watching some of them and they kind of like clicked or whatever. But yeah, he had these whole commercial campaign about how Bill Murray wanted to be part of the NBA. And that is why he's pushing for it so hard in this movie. Is That's because awesome. It's a continuation from earlier in the decade when okay. he had these commercials going out. Which, I was like, I think I do remember that. But it's lost in translation 20 years fucking later. <laughs> you know, but... Um, Way to throw his movie in there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, let me remind you guys about my commercial that I did. I did not know that he did commercials where he was trying to be in the NBA. I'm going to find it. I'm going to send it to you. But, yeah, they're – yeah. He, he wanted to be a real – he's good at sports. He is. He's very – Even though he looks kind of – He doesn't look athletic, but he is very coordinated. Yeah. He is very athletic. I mean, I feel like that I – If you can bowl three turkeys in a row on a whim, shit. I feel like I personally am very athletic. Mm-hmm. I can get – Sports, you know, if you give me some time, I can be like, okay, I got this down. I'm mm-hmm. good. He is one of those people that, like, I can't throw a ball behind my back and pass it to somebody. That's not like oh, running down do the. 
she, and he got it going got down. He looks good. Thrown off the court for that once. I mean, I could try it in the movie, and you could edit it and make me look really good. Maybe that's what they did. But I he mean, looks like he he knows what he's doing. Uh, I got a fun fact for you. <laughs> Shaq makes a cameo in this movie. What? He's part of the Orlando Magic's at the end, so you can oh, see. Him. He ain't nice. got no talking or shit like that, but he knows. Shaq is in it. Does mm-hmm. is, is he credited? I don't know. I didn't even look. I just saw that. I was like, oh shit. Shaq this is, is brand new Shaq. Yeah. If he's on the Magic's, yes. Shit. That's baby Shaq. You know, I lost his basketball card when he was on the Orlando Magic. I'm sorry. I didn't know who the hell he was. My first introduction to Shaquille O'Neal, one of my brother's friends said, I'll trade you for that card. I'll give you these cards. I think he gave me uh, a couple of cards, uh, and they were Lakers cards. And so I was like, fuck yeah, I don't know who this dude is. Here, you can have it. Little did I know I was giving away Shaquille O'Neal's rookie card. Ain't that a bitch? Stupid. You just stupid. I was eight. Not even eight. I might have been seven. I'm going to kick seven-year-old ass you. Right? We could be paid right now. You want another fun fact? Yes. All right. The Ducks. (laughs) What What kind of Mickey Mouse Mouse organization organization would name their team the Ducks? The Ducks. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about that. If you don't get that joke, I need you to You don't get that joke. This whole movie is beyond you. I need you to go back a couple episodes to our Mighty Ducks. Episode, there you go. But yeah, I always thought that joke was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great joke. <laughs> so, uh, Bill Murray, have we talked about him yet? I don't even know. Briefly, but I also feel like this is not a good movie to talk this about. This isn't anymore. his movie. Favorite. Because I don't think he did that good, to be honest. Favorite with you. line from this movie. From Bill Murray, I should say. Oh. I just like where he's like. You know, I'm just going to mark that down as two swings because we were in no emotional states. And like, he, he's all talking to Larry Bird, like, <laughs> cheating, even though they don't even care that, that Jordan is, like, sucked through a hole in the ground. That's also my favorite scene. But it's right after Jordan gets sucked through the hole in the ground. Oh, and he's like, what, what kind of camera, camera is that? that? You know, Would you not point that at me and close the lens cap, yeah, like, throws it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not that I don't love Bill Murray because I do love Bill Murray. I feel Absolutely like love him. he, what I feel like his performance in this movie was that either director or the studio had too much control on what he said and did. Sure, because it feels very um, Bill Murray esque. And anything that Bill Murray does, anything I ever read, it's sort of like, well, seventy five percent of all his lives were improv by himself. By like you know, so this one feels very un improv. Yeah, which I guess is something you can't do when you have to work with cartoons. Cartoons. Yeah. But I just feel I like get it. He was like, what? Well, then it's time to talk about a man that we've talked about twice already. Yep. Mr. Wayne Knight. Mm-hmm. It's Stan. How did I get out of here? We talked about him in Dirty Jurassic Dancing. Park oh, and, and Dirty Dancing. There we go. Yes, we did. Absolutely. Okay. Wayne Knight. Hell of an actor. We always love talking about Wayne Knight. He did a great job in this movie, as he always does in other movies. Uh, he's fucking fantastic in this, dude. Like, 
I love his character. I love he has an agenda. He's always not only is he at, at jo- Michael Jordan's beck and call, but he's also like his protector. He is everything. He wants Jordan to succeed. Even I feel like he just in wants to be the his baseball friend. world. He wants to be his friend. Yeah. He's just like he's an overachiever for sure. Like from the moment you see him on screen, mm-hmm. he's like, make sure nobody bothers Jordan. I want him to be the happiest player. Ever. It's like the happiest. Absolutely. No problem. I'm on it. Falls off the fucking upper decks into the yeah. bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> into the dugout. Yeah. Um, do you not want to know who could have played Stan? Who was second best? Michael J. Fox. <gasps> Which is uh, to be honest with you, I probably he's not the one that I would see the most for this. Mm-hmm. Um Chevy Chase also could have been that. I could see Michael J. Fox before I can see Chevy Chase. I would say Jason Alexander if I was going to put somebody. Oh, okay. Also a Seinfeld uh, alumni. I think he would actually be pretty good. I think, when and I think he would have brought a different sort of character to it because mm-hmm. Stan is pretty annoying. And he's just like, you know, what? he's there. At least that's how I felt. Like, he's there. He's, he's there a, to help Jordan. He's just like a... He's a slapstick piece. He is and a slapstick piece. Like but the, he's so supportive of everything. Yeah. He's supportive of the Looney Tunes. That's he's his job. supportive of Jordan. He's supportive of the whole cause. Like, he, whatever he needs to be done, he will do. Like, that's what he says. He's like, I might not be very tall, but I'm slow. I'm slow. And large. I'm just saying, Jason Alexander, I kind of want to see what he would have did. I think I would have liked it. I like Wayne Knight for this role over Jason Alexander. I'm curious about Michael J. Fox because Michael J. Fox is only five feet four inches tall. However, he's not big like Wayne Knight. Well, Joe, the director, wanted Michael J. Fox. Mm. Studio did not. And that's probably why. Interesting. Yeah, that would have looked weird. Maybe. This was 1996. Uh 1996, Michael J. Fox was just discovering the early stages of his Parkinson's also. So he could have jumped on this space jam and got a little extra money. Could have, but also had other things on his mind, I think. Yep. So who knows if they even reached out to him or not. But I think Wayne Knight did a great job. I love him in this and I'm not going to lie, I get choked up every time that they land that fucking spaceship on the baseball field and Wayne Knight comes walking down and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Jordan. <laughs> wow. Okay, I just want to like point out something. Special effects, they don't hold up in this movie. I'm just saying, sometimes we watch movies and you're like, you know what? Special effects, they, they held up really good. Special effects. I don't know. Instantly, too much. instantly, I noticed it. Like once they go to a Moron Mountain, uh-huh. it's like the long shot into Moron Mountain. You're like, oh okay, okay, oh yeah, this is late. This is like late to nineties. Like it's ninety five, ninety six for sure. Yeah, and you can no. see it. Like when they blow up, when they flatten Stan, and then they pump him up, and he flies over, and then all the air comes out of it. And he swings around like the whole. 
It looks really bad to me. That's just me though, because I was looking at it Maybe, like, cause like oh by God. this time I'm already like immersed in the story. I don't notice well, anything. By this time I will be drunk, but <laughs> that's true. You guys will be drunk. You'll by this be but time. drunk. Just go for the ride. It's fine. But you know, like I said, when I watch these movies, I really watch them to find you guys some stuff to talk about. And so for sure. that was one of them. I was like, Ooh. see, now you make me want to rewatch it and like. No, I don't. We literally just watched it before we did this movie. I know, but I wasn't looking at Stan flying around. You should have been looking. I mean, do your job. No, don't ruin it for the people. I'm sorry. (laughs) You don't want my opinion. I'll just. And that's our show, people. Lights, camera, cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) No, we got two more people to talk about. Two more. Two more. Well, I only got one more information. So, Mr. Billy West plays Elmer Fudd. The most important. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he plays Elmer Fudd and Mr. Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. So he is the voice of Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny in this movie. So he, not only does he say, we're going to be swaves, mm-hmm. but he also says, what's up, Doc? He do. Mm-hmm. A lot of TV shows and movies, animated TV shows and movies have... One person playing numerous roles, mm-hmm. as you can tell by South Park and Family Guy in The Simpsons. A million things. Oh, fun fact. What's that? The voice of Homer Simpson is in this movie. Who is it? Well, I guess he's not the... His voice isn't in this, but the person who does his voice is in this. He is one of the people in the audience that when the... Aliens come and they're in the chest coat with the ball and they like stealing everybody's powers or uh-huh. whatever talent. He's big. He's, he's good. Yeah. He's mine. His wife, who is the lady from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh her, yeah. The gentleman that she's sitting to her husband. That's Homer Simpson. Don't. No shit. Mm, donut. Okay. That's him. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's almost like, isn't that Homer? <laughs> I love The Simpsons, so I do kind of recognize the staple people's, you know, okay. voices. I got you. I was trying to look for something right now. So, uh, Mr. Billy West also was in a number of things, including Clueless. He was Mr. Stimson J. Cat. I don't know what that means. But he was on Ren and Stimpy for five seasons, and I'm wondering if he was either Ren or Stimpy, maybe. He's probably both. I know, right? Shut up, you idiot! You idiot! (laughs) (laughs) My mom wouldn't let me watch it, but I watched it anyway. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) She's like, I don't like this. They fart. There's, like, boogers, and they hit each other. It's weird. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So he's been in Looney Tunes for a number of years, he did Futurama. He's done yeah, all he kinds did. of things. He was Stimpy. He was Stimpy. He was not. Nope. Just kidding. He was Ren also. <laughs> I told you. I said he's probably both of them. He's both of them. It's, it seems like the same person does those voices. They're two opposite voices, but it, you make more money when there's. You spend less money on one actor who can do two voices versus two actors who can do one voice. Exactly. I get that. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, he plays the Ren, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Unless, but strangely enough, he's doing a new one called Ren and Stimpy. It's our house now. Oh yeah, there's supposed to be a new Ren. 
It's a short, but he doesn't play Ren or Stimpy. He plays a character named Sven. <laughs> I don't know why. But he's been in everything, obviously. He plays Bugs Bunny. He's been in Pixels. He's been in SpongeBob. He's been in Scooby-Doo and so on and so forth. And so everything. speaking of people doing the same voice for numerous characters, mm-hmm. there was one gentleman who did the majority of the Looney Tunes voices. And he wanted a certain amount of money. They didn't want to give him a certain amount of money. Mm. So a lot of these characters are split up between people. Good. Don't be a bully about it. I mean, if you're asking for too much money, you're asking for too much money. I wouldn't call it too much money if half of your cast is done by me. That's true. <laughs> if, if I am the, if you're doing, the official if I have Bugs Bunny, Daffy, uh, Porky the Pig, mm-hmm. and you know Elmer Fudd, and I do Marvin the Martian, and I do you know Tweety Bird, that's six characters right there. For that's, sure. I should be able to get $6 million because, you know. Is that how much he asked for? I don't know. They never asked how much he asked for. But out of an $80 million budget, you can't throw me $6 million for doing six characters? Yeah, I agree. They should have just paid the man if it was within reason. Mm Mm-hmm. They made... $240 million. $230 in profit. Warners, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Come on. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on to this dude because I ain't got no more. I got I'm nobody re- left except for done. one. Tell me. Mr. Number 23. Who? Also known as number 45. Who? And at one point in time, number 12. Never heard of this guy. Michael motherfucking Jordan. Is he a basketball player? He is a basketball player. He is most arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Oh, I know him. Yeah. He's that crying meme. No, he's this dude. <laughs> he's this dude right her. He's that meme of the black dude crying. Damn. Damn. Yeah. I do want to say that I appreciated him making fun of himself in the crying uh-huh. meme at the Kobe yeah, memorial. I did listen to his speech at Kobe's memorial. It was good. It was really good. So and I appreciated it. He been all over this week for me, that and this fucking movie. So um, to keep Michael Jordan happy, I'm not even going to let you give you any of stats for this guy. Because no, I'll give you one stat and one stat. I don't even want to hear it. No, you got to hear it. Okay, go ahead. You got to hear it. So I'm going to give you one. Because it's an important one, and it's not one that most people know. I'm not going to give you his MVPs or his third all-time scorings and all that shit. Give it to me. Check this out. So from November of 1990 to June of 1998, the Bulls only lost. They Or excuse me, they never lost more than two games in a row while Michael Jordan was playing. I wonder why. Because he <laughs> is the fucking greatest. He played 91, 92, 93. They won rings. He played 96, 97, 98. They won rings. They also had the best uh, winning uh, season until your Bay Area boys 
came out and uh, won that shit most recently. What's up, Warriors? What's that record now? A million. No, they only... How many... I don't know how many they have. Like, the Bulls only lost 10 games that season. I don't know how many the Warriors lost in their season. But it was less than 10. <laughs> Fucking killing it. So to keep Michael oh. Jordan happy while filming... Uh-huh. Warner Brothers built him a basketball court. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, yes, they did. Dude, they straight up built him a basketball court so that he could practice in between filming. And this place became the spot to go play ball at by NBA players. Look, it is boring as hell sitting on set uh-huh waiting for stuff to get done absolutely just so you can do your 15 minute thing on camera but you waited 10 hours waiting so why not play basketball absolutely Plus the whole the majority of the cast are basketball players uh-huh you got a championship to win so Shit. why not so when other basketball teams were in town to play the lakers or to play the clippers or whatever they would make their way over to the warner brothers lot to play basketball on this uh, court. With Bugs Bunny. Fuck yeah. Well, he, was, <laughs> he wasn't he, there. He didn't get his ass out there. They didn't <laughs> They didn't draw him onto the court. <laughs> this guy drawing. But, dude, tell me that's not awesome. That's pretty I would love If this court still is up, I would love to play on it. They tore it down. They're Damn. Like, I don't know if they did. I'm just joking. Oh, you broke my heart. I don't know. The next time you're on the Warner I wouldn't doubt it if they kept it. Next time you're on the Warner Brothers lot. I may Ask be, somebody if there's a basketball court. I might be there on Monday, actually. So, yeah. Find somebody who's really nice, look like they've been there a long time, uh-huh. ask them. Okay. Say, hey, girl. I usually go to the props department. but Yeah, the props people, they're the ones who know. They know everything. They know. They know yeah, that's shit. what I'm saying. Dude. <laughs> like, hey, girl. <laughs> is that Michael Jackson basketball court still around her? Like, uh. No. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you mean the basketball court? Uh-huh. They probably just chose a hanger and built it. Probably. Um, Michael ja- Jackson. Who? Michael oh Jordan. The other MJ. It's only because in my notes, I literally just wrote MJ because I was, MJ, tired, I was MJ. tired of writing his name. I get the ball. I get the ball. And yes, I think of Michael Jackson immediately. So Michael Jordan. Not Magic Johnson? No. Who do I talk about? What MJ do I talk about the most? Michael Jackson, thank you. Okay, so Michael Johnson. Michael, I've seen Magic Johnson. I said Michael Johnson. Just track runner. Oh, I was like, are you just mixing <laughs> her name? That's true. No, he's a real I guy would, too. No, I know who he is. He is Olympic gold medalist. Fuck and yeah! At a point in time, he was the he fastest was man in the, the world. He was the fastest man in the world. Telling me my see now, we need to do a track movie. I got you, girl. I know all just, the facts. Just did cool runnings. That was a bobsled <laughs> movie. With small parts of track. There was one, two scenes. Name it. What do you want to do? Don't worry about it, bitch. I'll figure it out. Figure it out. Okay. Michael Jordan's. Not Mike. Don't call him Michael Jackson. He don't like that. Michael Jordan's shoes in the movie were Air Jordan's 11. Uh Uh-huh. Cool shoes. Today, if you go online and try to buy these Space Jam Air Jordan 11s, it would cost you between two hundred dollars and four hundred and thirty. You gotta be shitting me, <laughs> dude. So yeah, I had those shits in nine, not in ninety six. I had them in like ninety eight. I was well, a little late, but 
high school, that's all I wore. I had the Jordan headband. I had the Jordan t-shirts. I had the Jordan sweats. I had the Jordan shoes. I've never in my entire life owned Jordans. Really? Never wanted them. Never gave a shit. Nah, dude. I got a job at 15. Had to get me some Jordans. I'm sorry. I didn't play basketball. They don't got that good grip for just like regular shit. They're just... Sure they do. I don't know. I don't wear them. Jordans are the most comfortable shoes that I have ever worn, arguably. I don't know. I love fucking Vans and Chucks. I love... I'd rather spend 40 bucks on that than now, 240 bucks on I am on some... in no way a sneakerhead, but I did have a number of Jordans at the time. Never. I wish that I had the originals. Those shits were dope. All they had was the Nike swoosh on the side, red and black. They had the Velcro over the front. Oh, my God. Do you think that I could ask my parents to give me $200 so I can go get some shoes? Mm-hmm. No. No. One, how much are these joints right here? 135 Like my 150 with tax. My brothers maybe got one pair of Jordans, and that's because they actually played basketball. Mm-hmm. And if they got any other pair after that, it came out of their own goddamn money. So Rashad, it's March. Where are you at? At home being an old ass man taking care of babies. <laughs> shaking hands and kissing babies. You realize that I still have not gotten Rashad on the court? Cause he's <laughs> I'm just gonna move on. He's an old ass? <laughs> I was gonna say something that I would say if he was sitting here. But since the whole world doesn't know my relationship with my brother, it's just going to sound mean. So I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> not going to say it. He would get a kick out of it, what I was about to say. But you guys would be like, Zenobia is so mean to her brother. It's awful. <laughs> you should hear the shit he says to me, though. Okay. So, um, no. Michael Jordan. Not Michael Jackson. <laughs> Keep wanting to say Nobody Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, but you. I do because I keep looking at MJ and wanted to be like, so Michael Jackson. Okay. Michael Jordan's real kids are not in this movie. Those no, are not, not his Those kids. Those are actors. But their names are. So Jeffrey, Marcus, and Jasmine are his real kids' names. Yes, they are. But they had actors playing them. Don't um, drop that I saw shit. That. <laughs> so. We were kind of talking about this with Smashley about the retired jerseys and shit. Uh huh. So when Michael Jack, oh, <laughs> Michael Jordan, you guys, are, you guys saw it. I did nothing. So in the movie when Michael Jordan returns to the Bulls, uh huh. Like you said, he is wearing number forty-five, 45. and not number twenty-three, 23. and that is because number twenty-three. Was already motherfucking retired. Yep. And I think that's funny because if it's retired, I would just pull up a stick and be like, yeah, but I'm not retired anymore. So pull that shit down from there and then put it back out when I retire. Yeah. Just. I would have an issue with it too. Four years. Four years. I can't just go back to the number that I've had for a kajillion years. That's all. I never knew his number was 45. Yeah. I will never. He's 23. Associate Michael Jordan with 45. Or number 12, which he wore one time when he was playing against the Charlotte Hornets. So when you when he was on ba- whatever baseball team he was, was he number 23? I don't know. I would assume so. Hmm? I don't know. He was playing for the Barons. Or at least in the movie he is. I'm assuming that he did for uh, In Real Life 2. 
But I didn't follow his baseball career. Followed his basketball career. Uh, but yeah, uh, one time he wore number twelve with no name on the back. Why? Because He's an employee from the Charlotte Hornets stadium stole his jersey. Did they get fired? I don't. Know. They were fired. I don't know. That was still his jersey. But he played with number twelve for that one night. I would have tried to steal it after the game, though. Yeah, after it's been sweating. Yeah, that's when you want it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it one that he looked at and he handled, but he didn't wear it during the game. Takes all the, the, the mojo out of it. But it's also a legendary night. There's only one night where he wore number 12. And it's because I stole his jersey. Yep. Because I'm a thief. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you really want that to be your reputation? Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Put on my tombstone. So, I want to be buried in that jersey. So somebody in Charlotte has Michael Jordan's jersey that uh, he never got to wear. I hope it was worth it. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. Because we had to look at this yeah. full of number but I'm 12. With, I'm with you. I would have pulled down my number 23 jersey. If I unretire myself, that means the jersey's unretired. That's what I'm saying. You know, I don't want to be number 45 for the next three to five years. What I'm saying is, how you going to tell... Michael Jordan, no. This is true. How you going to, especially in 90, the late 90s, how you going to tell me, no, I can't get, I'd be like. Not even you, the late 90s, the mid 90s. I'd be like, don't you dare make me. Came back 95, 96 season. Call the janitor. Pull that motherfucker down for the Raptors. Don't make me. You better just give it to me because who wants Negotiate. to see me? How about we do a ceremony to unretire it? How about I come out shirtless at the beginning of the game you guys bring it down and i just hold my arms up and, you and just from the rafters it, you just put it back on and here we go i tell you what i'll score 63 points that night that that <laughs> seems like an awesome night like if i could have seen him unretire and unretire his jersey so is his number 45 retired i don't know see so he doesn't have two like i Cody? wouldn't i wouldn't retire 45 i would only retire 23 Everybody knows Jordan I as I would have retired number twenty three. Unretired it and Shit. then retired it. That would have been twenty three, right there. Okay. Shit, this is my only Jordan clothing that I have left. It's always gonna be twenty three. Sorry. I'm gonna, next time I see somebody with Jordan something that says twenty three, I'm like, sorry, he's number forty five. <laughs> I'm sorry. See how far that gets you. Can can you take that jersey off his hey, technical number? Basketball heads take their shit seriously. I'm just playing. I'd be like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Con- you're gonna have a conversation after that. You know what I'll say? I'd be like, look, I don't want to hear it. Just shut your mouth and let me make you a space jam. You got some strawberry jam? <laughs> got you, girl. All right, well, I'm out. I'm out too. Mike Jordan did a hell of a job. Uh, he did a playing job. basketball. Yes. <laughs> Hell of a job playing basketball. He didn't do a bad job. It's a kid movie. In the movie. It's, it's a kid, a kid movie. movie. It's a great movie. It's, it's a, a lot movie. of fun. I enjoyed it. If I didn't like it, we wouldn't do it. This is Space Jam. <laughs> Here's your chance. Do your dance at, at the Space, Space Jam. Jam. All, All right. right. Okay. Wave your hands in the air if, if you're feel. done with this episode. I'm ready to sing my Z for the people. All right, so, so you ready Can you for sing it in the light of one of the songs from the soundtrack? It's time for Z for the people, people, people <laughs> into the future. That's pretty good. Huh? That's not bad. <laughs> 
It's time for Z for the people, people, people. All right. So. Z for the people. <laughs> time flies, don't it, babe? It does. So this week, it was kind of hard for me to figure out what I wanted to do. Okay. So what I ended up doing was the Kids and the Arts Foundation it provides art workshops for children who have cancer. This helps them with their healing process. So this helps them with drawing and painting and performing arts and singing and dancing. Whatever helps them get their mind off of this horrible thing that's happening to them and helps them look forward to the future, which is something that cancer patients need for healing. Um, they've been doing this for quite some time and I was reading some of the stories of the children that this has affected and they seem to enjoy it. I think that any kid that has a chance to draw cartoons or sing a song or learn a monologue are going to be happier and better adjusted children. So I agree. If you feel the need or you need the need of this foundation, go to kidsandthearts.org. Donate your time, donate your money, and yeah, that's Z for the people, people, people. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> so that might be Zenobia's new jingle for Z for the people. Because we're done one. with Z for the people, people, people. It's like a little mix. Zenobia okay. fades back. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so yes, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, Podcast Bean, Castbox, iTunes. I don't know. You all right? No. Google Podcasts, Google Play, Google Play, Spotify, Spotify. iTunes, I, Apple Podcast, Castbox, yep. Podbean, all that good shit. If you can YouTube. download it, you can. See us on it. You can see us. You can see how drunk I am right now. Because I promise you, I am. I, too shy, I don't too know shy. how we're going to get through this scene. I hope we do all right. It's actually a dramatic scene. So uh, I apologize in advance if I yell. Have you lost your mind? Does anybody know why you're here? No. I told him my mother was sick. <laughs> Yeah, well, she just got better, so you could turn yourself around and get right back on that bus. All right. You got any idea what you're going to do then? Yeah. I'll get a job to support us. Doing what? I don't know, something. Earl, look at me. Look at me. You really want to end up like me. What's wrong with that? I'm a park supervisor. I pick up trash. And you own your own pro league. Everybody knows about the rocker. Yeah, well, I can barely make ends meet on my salary. And I live alone. You about to have a family. Don't blow this. You got a chance to get a college education and then move on to the NBA. <laughs> the NBA? That's a white boys league. They only pick two brothers per team, if that. And you could be one of them. Bitch. <laughs> we did it. I'm sorry. It done. I tried to get my Forrest Whitaker going on. We made did I, it. Did I get the eye going? You gotta. This one's gotta be. This cut. one's gotta be squinty, right? This one's gotta be a cop. Coach.
You close. I can see it. <laughs> I forgot about that part. I forgot about the impediments. <laughs> we made it. All right, you guys. We made it. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. Happy Wednesday if this is when you're hearing this. We appreciate you. Please follow us on all platforms. Yes. Uh, we will see you guys right here next week on Lights Camera. Cocktails. Go get some sleep. That's all, folks. All, folks.